I was there. I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. And I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva. A show about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And there is so much going on. I don't know where to start. Todd got a bunch of cool stuff going on this week. Um, oh, let's start with our sponsors. Each week, our sponsors are the drinks that we're drinking. Um, this week, I'm drinking coffee because I'm driving to Ocean City. And if you drink and drive in Ocean City, you deserve what you get. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's positive, right? Right, right. That's the nicest way you could you could say that. Um, but yes, and uh, and what are you what are you what are you drinking, Todd? Um, I am drinking uh, my old faithful uh, bullet bourbon uh, with one nice big ice cube, um, and it's uh, a well deserved after a rather busy week since we last recorded. So, oh, I had not a terribly busy week. I had some I had some fun stuff happen. Um, and actually, let me talk about that as my as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, each week, we're sponsored by a, a small local business or by me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if You're I. You're a small local business. I'm very small, and I'm barely local. And I think you have to have income to have a business. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, Last time I checked. But whatever the case, um, this week we're sponsored by a Bagel Manifesto. It is a um, it is a weekly newsletter taking a look at the different ways that our culture is changing and the way that belief affects it. It's more fun than I make it sound. Um, (laughs) But it is inspired by and, and motivated towards selling my book, which is dragged into the light truthers, reptilians, super soldiers, and death inside an online cult. It is available for purchase. Any place you can buy books, um, also I do have, it's going to be a big hit this summer. The, the book is going to be a it, big hit. this It's going to be a big hit one summer. It'll probably the summer I, I die. Is, I, I, I feel it coming. Maybe it's 2022. Well, this June could be the month where I have a little bit of, uh, I get a little bit more juice because, um, my, the, I was in another documentary and it is coming out in June, June 9th at nine. No, I'm sorry. June 9th at 10 PM. Mm-hmm. on um discovery investigation and discovery id and that should be fun i i don't have either of those channels but <laughs> i'm sure someone will like it i always get um whenever the show runs on uh because i was in another one uh the devil i'm sorry the name of the show is called devil in the net so um devil in the net yeah okay. so and the first the first show was called uh The Devil You Know in season right. two. And whenever that runs um whenever they run a, a marathon on it or or you know they run the entire series back to back on like a Sunday or something on Vice TV, um, yeah. I get emails. And yeah. fun emails. Sometimes they're from crazy people. Um, and sometimes they're from people who have experienced like horrible crimes and want me to write about them or, or Mm. suggest that maybe I might want to write about them. And it's always tempting. Um, I, I got another one last week where I'm like, well, that is, 
it's a it's it's a hell of a story but also i also want to be careful not to just be like some sort of vampire you know i i don't want to say well this is gory and lots of people got hurt so i can sell it you know that's not really like if i i also have to be able to find something bigger to say about the culture that's what the bagel manifesto is about that's what when i'm opening my big trap on this show is about i'm i'm really more interested in big picture things which isn't to say don't send me your murder stories please send me your murder (laughs) story but but i can't i can't do them all i can't do them unless i can do a good job and sometimes i can't do a good job and sometimes i i think i can i'm working on one now that i think i'm going to do a good job on and um, I have an inspiration for a, a true crime, a, another true crime adjacent podcast that I hope yeah. fully can mention in the next two weeks, because it's going to be something that I'm um, that I'm producing in the fall with any luck. Um, Todd and I usually have a before talking time when I mention these things and give him actual <laughs> details. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm on the oh, clock we just today. Jumped right in. Yeah, we just jumped right into <laughs> so it. So I just mentioned that, and now I realize I opened that door, and and Todd's gonna have to wait till next week <laughs> to find out. Um, I'm just like a common listener. Yeah, really. I'm, ooh, what since is it's it? against um, the rules for us to each talk at to talk anytime at all, except when right. we're when we're being recorded. Right, um, right. But so that that's our that's our sponsor. So so please if you if you like the show, if you like this show, first of all, tell someone else about it. Um I think you guys got a kick out of the photos last week. We got a little bit more traction than we normally do on the on the newsletter, um, oh, which you can subscribe to at Day Drinking on Delmarva at Substack. Mm-hmm. Um and every week I write up a little something. The show comes out on Friday. We're recording this Tuesday, May 24th. And each week we start the show with uh, with a one cool thing, something cool that happened to us because we live here, because we work here. I mentioned my one cool thing already, which was the uh, which, which was finding out that the show is coming out. But Todd has a, a one cool thing that I, I want to get to in pretty short order because I can't believe it's already that time of the year. This is we're right back into it, right back where it's like it. every weekend is 52 days left in the year, you know. Well, so I'm I'm not entirely sure. I'm going to share my picture uh, for the people who are able to watch us on our YouTube channel, Day Drinking on Delmarva. Um, and uh, this is actually an old picture of me way back in the day at Mackey's Bar and Grill. And the, the history behind this is that I DJed for a time. Yes, I DJed for the time. Tony actually DJed also for a time. Am it's, I right? Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the laws. It's I, I think if you're a middle-aged man, it's like, you know, you have to DJ for a summer if you live at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right? I, I, I DJed in New Jersey, but I was a, like a wedding DJ. And yeah, there are stories. Sometimes I was talking to my wife about this this week. One of the great and terrible things about having lived the kind of professional life I've lived is I just get flashbacks of jobs that I did that I had forgotten. Like. <laughs> Yeah. I worked at a place for like three years and I'm like, oh, Christ, did I do that? I did that. Why do I know? Oh, I did that professionally for a little while. Yeah. So yeah. DJing is one of those. And I have uh, I have I have all the requisite wedding stories. Um, my favorite ends with the bride going home in a hospital with alcohol poisoning. <laughs> that sounds like a good wedding. Oh, uh, there's this. You, you've done them. You, you well, know what yes. it's like. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail your story. No, d- definitely not. And if you're uh, able to watch this uh 
uh, on on YouTube, uh, you can see I have the most, probably the most ridiculous shirt I was was able to find that week, and maybe I've ever found in my life. The shirt says "Seniors go drunk or go home." I it, like, I don't think that's like grammatically correct. It's not a good message. I, I I'm not even sure why they decided to put it on a T-shirt, but I'm standing on the bar at Mackey's. Where I think I it is so adorable that you think they think about what they put on T-shirts in Ocean City. <laughs> I you know, <laughs> like there's somebody like, would that make it good too? Who the fuck cares? Put it on a T-shirt. Some moron will buy it. Yes. And in this case, I'm, in this case, it was you. It right? was me. I'm that moron. I bought it. <laughs> Although somewhat ironically, I believe this was the uh, OC tourist themed party. I have right. white sunglasses on. Yeah, I'm no, you're you're, a, you're wearing, wearing a, a costume. You're not wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> I have a I have a shot ski in my hand, um, which uh, I don't think I ever had done a shot ski until I was uh, over forty years old. But at any rate, uh, years ago, I used to host the the content, the costume contest, the theme party contest at Mackey's. And, uh, and that's why I wanted to share this picture because I, I dusted off my old MC hat. And, uh, this past weekend was the host of the starboard bloody Mary contest. So I've been at the starboard for many, many years, uh, doing videos, marketing, all that stuff. Uh, I, I think I, I did host something a while back, but, it was fun to have the opportunity to jump up on stage at the Starbird. This was the Bloody Mary contest. It's much different than the one that the uh, radio station does at Secrets. Oh, it, I thought it was because that's in that's in the summer, summer, right? Yeah, no, oh. no, th- th- that one's that one already happened. That was back in uh, I think they do that in February or March. All right, hell do I know? I'm sorry. Continue your story. <laughs> but uh, this is this is more focused on the individual bartenders from different places. You know, they're obviously represented by um, by certain spots, but it's it's kind of a bartender centric uh, contest. And and you know, like a lot of things that the Starbird does, it's pretty. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 good fun. Uh, it's competitive and. Everybody takes the competition seriously, but they don't take themselves too seriously. Right. And it was it was neat to be able to to be a part of that. We it was sponsored by Tito's. Um, the the Bloody Mary contest was, and uh, had some great Tito's swag and prizes for uh, for the winners. Uh, our friends Bethany Blues uh, and uh, Starboard Raw. Actually, you know, a couple of the family restaurants did win uh, the judging portion of the contest, but the, the, the prize possession was the, the People's Choice Award. And uh, it, it was quite impressive. Of all places, uh, Starbird's neighbor, Dewey Beer Co., are the ones who won the uh, – oh. uh, who, who took first place. And, and what was, you know – What was theirs? What was, what was – what made theirs distinctive? Well, you know, so it's a lot about the mix. It's uh, since they do, they have a, a panel of judges, there's three judges. So they, they don't do garnishes for every, you know, single one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, creativity and, and, and that sort of thing is involved. And they did a, uh, a like a, a Southern hot chicken and waffle uh, style uh, garnish and 
and mix and mm-hmm. it was uh, it, it was good it was creative and the the chef over there who i met for the first time garrett was uh he was really into it and and uh, and i just love seeing somebody's uh passion for something you know kind of silly mm-hmm. and i and i love that it is also you know the the local brewery <laughs> in dewey beach but they have great food they have uh, great cocktails and um, you know, they, they do, they do just about everything really well. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm a huge fan of Dewey, of Dewey beer company. One of the things though, that I wanted to kind of go back to with your, with your photo. Cause yes. I remember when you were doing that and I remember kind of when you got to the end of it and as people who do things the way we do them, which is essentially piecework, you know, we have, our list of things that we do to make an income. And there's always something on that list. It's like, yeah, if I make another dollar someplace else, I'm done doing this. And by the time you were done with Mackie's, you were also done (laughs) with with Mackie's. (laughs) What what I was done with was hosting a contest that didn't start until 1 (laughs) a.m. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I didn't mean to suggest at all that you were done with the bar, but right, you, were, right. you were you were done with the uh, you were done with uh, that part of life. Like, yes, if I I can imagine, there are a number of things that I would never do again. Mm. Um, but if I were in the position where I had to, I wouldn't. I would do wedding DJing again, but I wouldn't. I would never apply for a DJ wedding job. I would find myself in dire straits and say, "Well." that wasn't so bad. Right. 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 Uh, but I, I remember, I remember, I, I just remember the last year when you're like, you know, I got to go to this party again. And, uh, you know, and cause you also had to came up with costumes every week and it was always, yeah. Yeah. you know, it was always a thing. It wasn't just, <laughs> wasn't as much fun as it looks like in this picture, I guess. It, it got, it's uh, I mean, like anything, our, my job, our job is enjoyable and just like, all things that are enjoyable, uh, you know, it's only enjoyable to a point. I think I had, I'd like, you know, maxed out my dopamine rush for, you know, for being a 40 something year old dude up with, uh, you know, a bunch of 20 and 30 year olds, right. you know, I, I wasn't slinging shots. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't making a ton of money. I was, <laughs> I mean, it, it was a, it was a little bit of an ego trip uh, for sure, but we also, and, and probably the most enjoyable part was getting to meet people uh, and, and, you know, the, the staff at Mackey's is such a family and, you know, and being involved with them. And we took pictures of everybody who came through. So we were like, we were in charge of the, the step right. and repeat as all of these and people would go at least back in the day. I Gosh, I don't even know if they're still doing it anymore, but back in the day, people would go all out for these costumes. And, you know, they had some pretty creative themes that uh, definitely raised a few eyebrows, including the ABC, the anything but close uh, party where, where, you know, you'd have, you'd have 20 and 30 year olds wearing next to nothing. I mean, you know, and, and drinking all night at the bar. And I, I, I did feel, I did feel comfortable because my friend DJ Cowboy, who's actually older than I am, is still doing it. Like he was, you know, he was uh gray beard and uh, still spinning, spinning okay. tunes. So. Now I have to ask you a question about ocean city. 
um, old Tommy Ocean City because when you said DJ Cat Catboy or whatever Cowboy, I Cowboy. thought of DJ Batman. Does DJ yes. Batman still work? I have not. Seen, no, I don't, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's working. I know that he went from. Last I saw him, he was doing like he was doing the early bird shift of deck party at uh, um, at Fager's Island, which is you know that he was we, a big part of, of probably making deck party uh, you know what it what it was, which was kind of a you know Monday night industry night. Uh, everybody who worked all hard and had cash in their pocket would would go to deck party um, and you know and watch the sunset and and, and that sort of thing. But I don't. I, I'm not sure that he's uh, that he's well, still at it. He was getting up there. I mean, he was getting up there oh, when sure. I first moved here. And what I recall, like, and this is the thing, like, when you get introduced to the area in the way that I get it, got introduced to it. It's just there's no, there was no winning, you know, for anybody. But I remember, like, checking my calendar because I'm like, Batman was out twelve years ago. <laughs> Why are you still calling yourself DJ Batman? You know, and <laughs> yeah. it was it was a weird choice. It was like he got caught up in a zeitgeist. Yeah, ten years previous. Yeah, and then just you know it, he he was he was like a name, and there was that weird transitional piece where DJs with names. That, and I don't mean like Modest Mouse or something that make different songs out of DJs. Mm-hmm. or But I mean just like I'm going to play, you know, Cream's Greatest Hits tonight, DJs. But they have they have their name. Like DJ Batman. DJ Batman will be here. Wow, I hope he has Derek and the Dominoes again. Like how is that a draw? But it was for the first decade I was here and for clearly a decade before I got here. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think he, he, like you said, he got caught up in the zeitgeist. He was, uh, he, I mean, he had to be one of the first, uh, party DJs, you know, like not a, a you know, not a, a proper DJ that didn't exist, like not a, not a mixer, but like the party DJ. And I do believe that Batman came from a sponsorship of Bacardi. So the Bacardi bat, and ah. you know, and like, and sweat, and he throws swag out and stuff like that. And I, um, and yeah, it. I, I saw. I'm 48 years old, Tony, and I saw DJ Batman when I was in high school <laughs> at at my brother's fraternity house at Bucknell University. Like, what is he doing in in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania? Uh, you know. Like he and, was crazy, crazy hot for some reason. And he wore a cowboy hat, I guess, is when you said DJ Cowboy, that's what that's what rang my bell. I was wondering if yeah. he just went and broke down and changed his name to DJ <laughs> Cowboy. But I guess they keep putting out a Batman movie every 12 years now. So he's he's right he's on still the... relevant. He's still relevant. So here's Where the DJ Batman. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to go there, but but you made me. Yeah. Um my picture, so in this week's newsletter, if you sign up or if you go to a um, not a big manifesto, but if you go to daydrinking on Delmarva um, I've been writing about flags for a long time. Yes. And people, I, I don't get and I don't disapprove of people having fr- flags on front of their home. I just don't participate. I don't get it. I don't know. Do you have a flag, Todd, on, on the front of your house? 
We do. We've had the we've had the Berlin flag, which is very nice. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had uh, the gay pride flag flying, um, and uh, we've had the Maryland flag, and of course the uh, American flag years ago. But yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I don't I don't begrudge anyone their flag. What I do wonder about is, you know, what what you're putting it out there for. Like, I think you should decorate your house to your taste. Like, my house is really kooky and too much and nothing matches. And it's on purpose. It's my wife's aesthetic. I like it. She likes it. We sit in the house all the time and look at it. That's fine. I think when you're decorating your home, it's also important to take like your neighbors into consideration. Sure. Um, And I've written, I've written at length about this and I'm going to put up the several, I've written a lot of flag essays, but this was kind of the, the photo that I have uh, up this time is kind of the one that started it all. It says home, something home. And now (laughs) it's amazing. Since you know that it's supposed to be home, sweet home. Yeah. I you this is a word I'm uncomfortable with. I, I don't mind cursing, but there are some words that just make me feel a little gross. This is a word that makes me feel a little gross, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because of the type script that whoever made this in China chose, it yeah. looks like it says home twat home. <laughs> it totally does. In fact, I had to I had to look hard to see to find the sweet. I twat. drove around the block. <laughs> when I saw this flag, mm. I'm like, that can't be right. Yeah. And I, I drove around the block so I could take a picture and check with other people because I thought, you know, I mean a lot of the times, I'm certainly mean when I'm driving around, you know, <laughs> looking at things and saying how crappy I think they are because I'm I'm a broken, bitter old man. But <laughs> I'm like, no, I think that's what it says. And so when you're when you're choosing your flag, all I'm asking is that you, you just think about the people who live across the street. Think about mm-hmm. the people who are driving by. Um, I one of the things that I, I I like to say is that a flag is like a bumper sticker for your house. I'm not yeah. nuts about bumper stickers on cars, and I'm not nuts about bumper stickers on houses. Because a lot of times they're impulse purchases. Like Mm. you're like, oh, look, this is cool. I like this now. Let me put this on my car and forget that I have it there forever. Right. Right? And no matter like, you know, no matter what happens in the world, I've already made my statement about it (laughs) on my bumper sticker. That's peeling away. Um, I recently wrote about a house near me that has a bunch of fuck Biden flags flying in front of it right and that was you know that was that was the latest in my in my in my flag it's not a trilogy it's like a like there are six or seven i take pictures of people's houses and i'm like what are you trying to say you know confederate flags yeah uh, blue line flags um fuck biden flags and home twat home flags (laughs) (laughs) and they all and they all kind of have the same thing going on, which is a misunderstanding about what it's if you want to make your house look nicer or if you want to 
if you want to make a statement of some sort, you just, it's the writer in me. Choose yeah. your audience. If your yeah. audience is anybody who happens down my block, then that's the message you should put out. Like, yeah. I think this was, this was an unfortunate choice. I can't believe no one else sees it. That's what drives me crazy. What drives me crazy, like if I bought that online uh-huh. for, and for some reason didn't see it when I bought it, I don't know. I don't know how you buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I don't like to do this. If you're listening to this on the podcast, this should be the cover of the podcast. So hopefully you can, you can see it on the episode. If not, I'm yeah. not I'm not kidding. It's not you have to look to see how it says sweet. It's like, not even close. It it, it I think they're going for home tweet home now that I think about it. But there's no birds on there. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, or like, maybe those are birds and not apples. I don't I don't know. It's really maybe maybe when they made it in China, the Google Translate went from <laughs> sweet to tweet. I, or there is a miss miss here. Right. But I could see how it might say tweet, but those E's are not, they're not even uniform. They're two different E's. It looks like I literally wrote that by hand because that's what yeah. it looks like when I write tweet, or that's what it used to look like when I wrote tweet until I realized what else it looked like when you weren't careful enough. <laughs> I'm, so, if I see that in the store, I'm definitely buying it, by the way. But, but for and, different and reasons. For you have to put it up on purpose or by accident. I mean, yeah. obviously, right? But... I mean, when you when you look at the flag and you're like, you know what, is this a flag should be more. I mean, I understand that we don't think about bumper stickers anymore. I don't know why, but we don't. Um, but when you want to put a flag in front of your house, a put whatever you like. Right. But I think that if you're not careful, um, you could send <laughs> the wrong message. <laughs> You know, and I think of the of the 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 fuck Biden thing, and I mean that's what it says. It says fuck Biden and fuck you for voting for him. And he's right. essentially just saying it to his neighbor across the street. And this is Delmar, and I'll tell you what, your neighbor across the street, no way in hell did they vote for Biden. <laughs> There's not one person on that block who voted for Biden, but all of their children have to look at this guy's fuck flag every day. And I don't know, like, I don't know what compels people to do that. Like, I almost get the bumper stickers. Like, we're all on the road to try to make each other mad and miserable and ruin days as best as we can. I'm I'm with you. (laughs) But but this but this idea that you want to torture, like, I'm very sensitive. I have a all right, I'm the worst neighbor in the world now that I've talked about that. Um, I have a, a cover for my wood uh stacked wood next to the house it's just it's a cheap and garbage cover and it blows off with some regularity not only with some regularity it blows off right before my neighbor has to cut her grass and it blows into her way and she has to constantly pick it up and move it out of her way so she can cut her grass i can't believe she hasn't burned her house my house down yet right (laughs) This is the same neighbor. I let the tree fall on her house. It was just awful, awful, awful. Um, and so I know what it's like to be a bad neighbor and to feel guilty about it. And, you know, if you're a bad neighbor, I guess at least have the decency to feel guilty about it. Is that what I'm saying? 
<laughs> I don't know. What are you trying to say with your cheap uh, firewood cover? Is that, are you virtue signaling with the. Uh... Yeah, I'm virtue. I, I'm actually just, I'm just, I'm just an absolute slob. And I, <laughs> some things don't I think, get fixed. I think that uh, the point of bumper stickers originally, and maybe cutesy flags, uh, you know, like little yard uh, ornament type things was initially to uh, to brighten somebody's day, say something funny, say something cheeky, say something. Right. You know, it, it, it and, and then of course, it's taken the turn of where, you know, like the the currency we trade in is offensiveness. So, right. You, you know, if you like if you ha- if you are making a statement. And it's not offensive. It's not being heard, <laughs> you know? So right. like, I, it's, it, I think that's a shame. I love, I, I, you know, I, I think I've fond memories of like road trips and like seeing a bumper sticker and, you know, I don't know, being a little kid and maybe it said boobs on it or something like, you right, know, yeah. like, and uh, you know, there was something, there is something nostalgic and fun well, about. I remember I, the, the first one sticks out in my mind is if you can read this, you are too damn close. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's funny. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, they wrote they damn, right, damn. On tele, right on their tele, right on their phone, <laughs> or their phone, their car. It's right on the car. Yeah, yeah. And and now, and now it's just like, and now you have stickers at gas pumps that are you know yeah. making completely missing a political point. But you know, but then you just feel bad for you know, kind of the ridiculousness of it. Yeah. So, so anyway, look at your flags, people and do a better job. The end. (laughs) A a bagel manifesto. We're, we're up, we're up against it this week. So we're going to, we're going to close it down. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to follow us socially, um, or at least tell someone else about this show. We would like it. If you listened, if you're a YouTube type person, we put them out on YouTube. Now, every Friday morning, this will be out. Um, and um that's all i got how about you mm, i got nothing all right well till next time remember that at the beach it's happy hour whenever you say it is cheers, cheers.